0: Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. You know, we all, I'm sure, have experiences with panhandling, asking for money from a stranger on the street, and, and maybe we've experienced it from both sides of the coin. One winter in Milwaukee, it was, as usual, freezing cold. I saw this guy who was waiting for me to cross this street. I figured that with the bitter wind and that look in his eye, I'd better come up with something. So I dug into my pocket, and I came up with three bucks, which was about, oh, two bucks more than I was planning to give. But my fingers were kind of numb. And anyway, I thought, he's going to be so grateful. I'll get a little buzz out of how amazed he is at how generous I am. So I give him the three bucks. He takes the money. He looks at me and he stares at me right in the eye, and he says, Hey, is this the best you can do? Like most situations with panhandling, it left me with a number of questions that I'm still thinking about. I haven't quite answered. The other day, we got a visit here in the studios from a man named Rich Borofsky, with his own story to tell about giving money to a stranger, this time in the public park in Boston. It not only left him with questions he still hasn't answered, in some way, I think it changed his life. We call his morning story...
1: Spare change. Just last week, there was a man who couldn't get home t- to Fitchburg. He needed fare for the train. And I think in earlier days, I would've, I would've said, well, maybe that's just a story. Maybe he's gonna go out and buy a bottle of liquor. I don't have that suspicion anymore. A few years ago, I was attending a conference downtown in Boston. And during the lunch break, I decided to go for a walk in the public garden. It was a beautiful spring day. I knew there was a statue over there of an angel. Beautiful, huge wings just starting to land on this pedestal. The statue, by the way, uh, is a memorial to a great um, philanthropist. In the two cornucopia on either side is a symbol of plenty and abundance. Then I saw ahead of me, on a bench, a man, dirty. He had a large paper bag, looked like it was filled with clothes. He didn't have plenty from most anyone else's point of view. I decided not to look at him, expecting that he would ask me for some money. And I heard him say, Would you like a quarter?" I stopped. He looked at me again and got up from the bench and walked towards me, extending his hand with a quarter in it. And he said, Would you like a quarter? Was he offering me a quarter? Was he making fun of me? He put the quarter in my palm. And I looked at it, and I could see his blue eyes were smiling. So kind. I felt disoriented. I was the one who was supposed to be giving him something. So I reached into my pocket, I took out of my wallet, and I took a dollar. And I said to him, here, I would like to give this to you. He looked confused. (laughs) Then his expression changed. He took the dollar and he said, okay, (laughs) now I have four more quarters that I can give away. delighted. And he turned around and walked back to the bench. I went about another 20 steps, turned around, and looked. He had uh, disappeared. And his bag was gone. I looked on the street, I looked around that part of the garden, and I couldn't see him, any trace of him. Who was he? I looked back at the statue. It was so beautiful, so kind. And that's what made me think oh, oh my God. I told the story to my youngest daughter. She took $20 of her own money, changed it into quarters, and walked around Harvard Square giving quarters to people and saying to them, please pass this on. Some people were suspicious as I had been at first, but by the end of an hour, people all over Harvard Square (laughs) were coming and going up to strangers, giving people quarters. (laughs) A few months after that, I was visiting a friend and saw on the refrigerator a poem entitled, Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things, so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. Only kindness makes sense anymore. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt receive it. After many days, who knows, who knows who he was? He had nothing but kindness. And I like the the image of Elijah from Jewish tradition, who is this angel who appears in many forms. My grandfather, used to say prayers uh, Friday night, he would do the, the Shabbat service. My mother once asked him, he says, she said, "Do you really believe in this stuff?" And he said, smiling at, her, "Well, just in case. <laughs> Since then, whenever I see somebody who is asking for money, I make sure that I have something to give.
0: That was Rich Borofsky with today's morning story, Spare Change, and I'm here with Gary Mott. Tony, what about you? Do you believe in angels? Do I believe in angels? No, I don't think so, but I do believe that that everything we think of in religious terms as some other place that would be better is probably a way of describing some part in ourselves that maybe we could get to, that maybe heaven is actually next door. (laughs) I think that for Rich, That maybe was the question. Is there something special enough in all of us that we could call angelic?
2: Well, I absolutely believe in angels. You do? Yeah. Based
0: on experience?
2: I'm the father of three young kids. And my youngest one day got out of the house and started playing in the street. Every parent's nightmare. I heard the doorbell ring out on the street, an old blue Lincoln Continental. Very unusual car for Massachusetts. Standing on the front steps was an elderly woman holding the hand of Sonia, my youngest. She had a long ash hanging off her cigarette. She was an angel. You know, whatever your religious affiliation, I think angels are universal. I am so glad your kids are well. Partially thanks to the woman with the the terrible vice. (laughs) From the smoking section
0: of heaven. (laughs) We need that angel around, uh, especially with the way they drive in Boston. Anyway, we got email, which we're always delighted to get. Howdy, Tony and Gary. I am a misplaced New Englander, formerly of Kingston, Massachusetts. And this comes to us from Texas. I am now living in central Texas. You've been a cyber link to Boston for me ever since I stumbled onto your podcast several months ago. Think of us as road bumps in cyberspace. <laughs> I listen to your programs while seated at my computer designing custom stained glass windows and light fixtures. I click on a folder in iTunes and listen to one morning story after another. Why, thank you. I also take you home with me on my iPod and listen to you all late at night when I need to unwind a little and fall asleep. My brother in Pembroke, Massachusetts, is also a fan of morning stories. He listens while working on restoring wooden boats out of his barn. This is a connection that he and I can share over 1,500 miles of separation. Did you hear the morning story the other day when when we read your letter? Thank you very much, Brian. He adds in a little postscript here, uh, why am I still in Texas? <laughs> well, I married a Texan, and life would end for her if she ever
2: crossed over the Red River. And I'm a Texan who married a Massachusetts native who you know, wouldn't be caught dead in Texas. <laughs> Got to arrange a meeting here and, and knit up the country again. Got a letter from a guy named Chris Sully Sullivan. I toil in the music business as a concert front-of-house mix engineer, currently touring with country artists Toby Keith and Joe Nichols. Traveling by tour bus and air affords me a perfect opportunity to listen to your show on my iPod. Additionally, I've used the dulcet tones of Tony Khan to check the final tuning of PA systems in many of America's and Europe's largest arenas. I'm like Drano. No, it gets better. It gets better. When I need to check vocal articulation around an arena or shed, I found that the recorded voices of Tony Khan and Patrick Stewart are the perfect test material. While testing a system in Switzerland... Be advised, you've had a great time touring this year in binary form. <laughs> oh. And he also gives a shout-out to Ipswich. Yeah. Also, I'm fairly certain more people than you expect have been advised of Ipswich, too. Keep up the excellent work, Sully. We got in touch with uh, with Sully and and asked him if he could
0: send us a clip or two of Mr. Stewart and me uh, at our other jobs, oh, that's clearing that's the funeral. pipes for Stop a Toby Keith concert. to bestow the greetings of the season on the who... Cold as, as he was, was, was warm. Stories from WGBH in Boston. Before. Summer on Cape Cod is definitely over. I'm but. very touched and honored to be considered and even used in the presence of Patrick Stewart. And we're of course script also script. unspeakably grateful for the mention that Ipswich is getting, as we are grateful to Ipswich itself. They've been our sponsors pretty much since the start. Ipswitch, leader in file transfer software. You can get them at their website, Ipswitch.com. That's I P S W I T C H. And
2: please. Please get in touch with us at morningstories at wgbh.org. See you next Friday. Take care. Oh, uh, no. Not
0: another story of one of those 400,000 youths who went to Woodstock and participated in one
1: of the most earth-shaking He died seven years ago.